Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com. God bless you and welcome to Church on the Rock tonight. I want to thank you for joining together with us. Isn't it wonderful that we have this online opportunity so that we don't have to miss church and we can go to church together? We can interact through our comments, through our text, also through phone calls. We can even go out into the yard day after day and see our neighbors and wave at them during this social distancing. Make sure that you also are sharing with your neighbors an opportunity for them to join with us in church. A lot of congregations congregations don't have the opportunity and don't have the technology that we have and so I want to also include them in an opportunity for them to join together hear the word of God and be ready to give an answer for those who may be asking well tonight is a very special night tonight this Wednesday night and the next two Wednesday nights we are going to be talking about the revelation of Jesus Christ the book of Revelation so many of you have asked me are we in the end times you know are, are we in the tribulation you know uh, it's, it's the Antichrist you know coming on the scene what are you know what should we do well tonight I'm going to give a very broad brush and the next three Wednesday evenings including tonight beginning tonight we are going to take a brief look at the whole book of Revelation my goal is not to go verse by verse but rather to show you what the book of Revelation is and how we should begin to understand it what I will also do is at the end of this service and we won't have our service as long as normal tonight. But at the end of our service, I'm going to ask you to participate in a little exercise. I'm going to ask you, not physical exercise, although that, that wouldn't be a bad thing either. But I'm going to ask you to join me in a little spiritual exercise and discuss the things that I'm going to share tonight. We will repeat this again on the next Wednesday night and the next. So let's begin, okay? Let's pray right now and ask God's grace and ask him to help us to understand what we are about to enter into as we look at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Pray with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you for wisdom, Lord, and revelation in the knowledge of God. We ask you, Lord, to give us minds, Lord, that are alert, Father, and help us, Lord, to maintain our attention, God, to create the environment that we can learn the most from your word tonight, God. Lord, speak to us, God. Give us understanding together, Lord, as we open the bread of life together in the name of Jesus. Well, are you ready? All right. First, let me tell you about the divisions of the book of Revelation. These are very commonly understood. There are basically three divisions in the book of Revelation, and we can understand them from reading one verse in chapter 1. In chapter 1, in verse 19, look what the Word of God says. This is Jesus speaking to John. Write the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which will take place after this. 
Those are the three divisions of the book of Revelation. And we can best understand the book of Revelation when we look at it in light of these three divisions. The first division, the first division is chapter 1. It simply is the things which you have seen. John, the vision that I'm showing you. Write about the things which you have seen. The second division begins in chapter 2. Chapter 3 talks about the things which are. The things which you have seen, John, number one. Number two, the things which are. And then beginning in chapter 4, the things which will take place after this. Okay? Now, those three divisions are very simple. And that's what we're going to use as a launching pad. Tonight we're going to do the things that John saw, the things that he knew, the vision that he had, the things that Jesus was confirming to him. Jesus wanted him to write to the churches, write to, and, and let all the churches know what you have seen. And also let them know what is, what's going on right now in this church age, chapters 2 and 3. And then, beginning in chapter 4, I want you to write the things which will take place after this. Talking about you know, the, the tribulation and you know, the rapture of the church, the tribulation, the great tribulation, you know, the judgment, you know, the new heaven and the new earth. All the way from chapter 4 through verse, uh, chapter 22. How can we know that it begins there? Because that's what uh, chapter 4 verse 1 says. And after this, same thing. After this, you know, write the things that take place after this then chapter 4 is the after this. That's where it begins. But I digress. Let's begin with chapter 1. The things which John saw. The things that Jesus confirmed to John. And who better than John? John was the apostle that knew the truth the closest. He had a personal relationship with the truth, Jesus being the truth. John had a very close personal relationship. In fact, he was the closest disciple to Jesus. He knew the truth better than anybody else knew the truth. And Jesus now is going to give him a vision to verify the truth. Tell the churches what you have seen. Blessed are those that read the book, you know, that read these prophecies. Blessed are those that keep these prophecies. Blessed are those who understand the truth, you know. Well, we want to be blessed. So let's look at the truth. We're going to look into chapter 1 tonight in the book of Revelation. We're going to read verses 5, 6, 7, 8, and then we're going to read verse 18. Okay, this is going to give us a, a, a synopsis, a picture of the things John saw. Let's begin. Chapter 1. Let's, let's go back to verse number 4 instead of verse number 5. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. This is what Jesus said. I want you to write to these seven churches and tell them what you saw. He said, grace to you and peace from him, talking about Jesus, who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over all the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, verse 6, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, John writes, <laughs> 
He is coming with clouds. John saw this. John, and Jesus is affirming this in a vision to John. Um, tell the churches what you have seen. That's what chapter 1 is all about. Behold, Jesus is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him and even they who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. Verse eight, I am the alpha, Jesus speaking, and the omega. I am the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the almighty. Wow. Okay, now let's look down at verse 18, okay? Verse 18, he continues, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. <laughs> this is what John saw. Okay, now, now the book of Revelation begins with Jesus telling John, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to confirm some truths to you. And then I'm going to tell you what's going on in the earth during this church age. And I want you to write to the churches the things that I know about different churches in different ages, in different periods, and different congregations. And I want you to write to the leaders, to the angels of those churches. And then I want you also to tell them what is going to come in those last days during the tribulation, beginning with the rapture of the church and the tribulation. Well, what did John see? For tonight, Revelation chapter 1, what did John see? John is writing to us, and this is what he said. He saw Jesus as ruler over all of the kings of the earth. Wow. Can you believe that? That's what he said. I see him. He's a faithful witness, but he's ruler. Do you know, many people might believe in these days or in past days or even in future days. Many people might imagine that the president of the United States or the prime minister of, of England or the chancellor of Germany or, or perhaps the president of Mexico or, or you know, uh, you know, the prime minister of Canada. Many people might imagine that, uh, that they're in charge. You know, that the U.N. is in charge or that even some world power, you know, uh, the Russians, you know, uh, you know, uh, some, you know, uh, some other country, the Chinese, someone's in power. Nope, not the truth. This is the truth. And the book of Revelation is confirming this truth. John saw the truth. Jesus gave him a vision and the revelation that we need to embrace Blessed are those who understand, who embrace this revelation that Jesus is the king over all the rulers of the earth. Listen, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord and he will turn it whithersoever he desires. You might say, well, if the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, then why are the governments in such turmoil? Why is this going on? Because the world is waxing worse and worse. You know, God wants to save us out of the world, but this world system and the princes and the leaders of this world, you know, they are subject to Jesus Christ. The book of Zechariah gives us a picture of the future, that God has a determination. You can read about it. For my determination, says the Lord, is to gather together the nations that I might 
pour out the wrath of my indignation upon them because of their evilness and their wickedness and their stand against me. They are at war with me. It's not hard to see that. We're not in that active time of judgment. We are not in that tribulation. We are not at the battle of Armageddon. We're not there yet, okay? We are not in the tribulation yet. We'll talk more about that next Wednesday night. But it's important to realize that John saw that Jesus is the ruler. He saw that Jesus has this. And he also sees that this ruler over all the kings of the earth, he loves us. <laughs> That's what it says in verse 5. He loves us. And not only that, but he's washed us in his own blood. That's what John saw. This is the vision that Jesus gave him. You've been washed in the blood of the Savior of the world, and your sins no longer have any dominion over you. Sin has no more power to damn your soul to hell. Isn't that a pretty good deal? Sure it is. That's what the book of Revelation begins telling us. And not only that, but look, in verse 6, John saw that this same Jesus had made us kings and priests unto his Father and God. His Father God has accepted us in the Beloved, and we have been made. Not that we achieved, <laughs> you know, that lump of clay, if it becomes, you know, some usable vase, our vase, it did not make itself. It was made by the master's hand. It was made because of the pressure on the outside and the pressure on the inside. It was made into something useful. We are made kings and priests. We didn't just achieve it. We don't become it of our own volition or our wisdom or, you know, or our works. We have been made. This is the truth that John saw. That Jesus Christ, the ruler over all the kings of the earth, that he loves us and he washed us in his own blood. And he has made us to become kings and priests to God. I'm loving this. Are you guys loving this? I am. Well, I hope you're taking notes. If not, you can rewind, you know, and you can listen again. And, and, and then look what else John saw. I love this. He is coming. <laughs> oh, isn't this exciting? This is the truth. This is the vision that Jesus confirmed. John saw. He is coming with the clouds and glory. <laughs> he is coming. And everyone, every eye on the earth shall see it. We shall behold. Listen, when he comes, he, listen, everyone will see his coming. Even those who pierced him. You know, not just those who nailed him to a cross. Uh, yes, yes, some did nail him to a cross. But not just those. And not just, he's not just saying, you know, the Jewish nation or something. That, that, that's, that's you, know, you know, many people narrow that down. But I see people piercing him every day. I see people rejecting him and crucifying him afresh every day. Even those who have rejected him, even those who have crucified him afresh, even those who have pierced him, and all the earth will mourn. The world is waxing worse and worse. But Jesus 
declared, I am the Alpha and the Omega. That's what John saw. John saw that he was the beginning and the end. John saw that he was all in all. John saw that, that, that Jesus is the one who is and who was and is to come. Whether you're in the things that, that, that you know, are happening right now or the things in the past or the things to come, Jesus is all in all. He is the beginning. He is the end. All things were made for him and by him and with him and because of him all things continue. That's what what John saw. And in verse number 18, what else did John see? This excites me. John not only saw, but he heard Jesus say, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Jesus is alive forever. John saw Jesus eternal. This is the truth. Jesus is eternal. And then one more thing that John saw in chapter 1. John saw, this is the truth, John saw, as Jesus said, I have the keys of Hades and death. I have the keys of death and hell, death and the grave. I have the keys. Oh, I am so glad that this Jesus, who loves me and washed me and made me a king and a priest, I am so glad that he has the keys to death and hell and the grave because he loves me, because he has a plan for my life. 